What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. You think we've gotten too radical with our message? Well, I got news for you. You ain't heard nothing yet. And if you don't know, Put them together for Thursday. It's your day. Buck-ons and buck-offs all morning long. Giannis Atentacumpo last night, the Greek freak, eloquently said buck-off to a reporter who asked him if their season was a failure after last night's outcome. We'll let you hear that. Also, Aaron Rodgers introduces the new coach of the, or quarterback of the New York football Jets, Ime Udoka. Introduced as the new head coach of the Houston Rockets. Oh, no. Yeah, he says he's learned. He's learned. He's, oh, he's he has? taking the year off to, uh, to rethink know. life, do some different things, well, get some help. Yeah, get some help. I watched that. It was funny. I flipped from the Aaron Rodgers news conference right over to NBA TV, and that was on. Uh, Tillman Fertitta and the Rockets introducing Ime Udoka. I think if that works, I think I can coach. We know that. He was with for the, sure. that Spurs organization for so long. Uh, played there and then coached with Pop on his way to the Celtics, and they were in the finals last year. So. By the way, Tillman Fertitta, he let the cat out of the bag. Somebody asked, you know, the owner of the Rockets, you know, what do you say to people who say you're not willing to spend money? And he scoffed at that and talked about how they, they have a new practice facility coming online, and no one was supposed to know that. That was top secret. Like, they were supposed to have, like, a big presentation and announce really? it. Really? Secret? Yeah. There's <laughs> secrets then, out there? Because then, of course, somebody followed up with, what? Y'all have a new practice facility? What is this? And he's like, oh, man, I'm in big trouble. <laughs> I, I wasn't supposed to say that. But uh, yeah, Rockets, I mean, they think they may be trending up with a new coach, some good young players, uh, Jalen Green and uh, Jabari Smith, and a good young roster, Kevin Porter Jr. Now they have a coach. And now, boy, if they get that lottery ball, and, you know, you're talking about the the big 7-5 Frenchman. Winbanyama. Winbanyama. Uh, who would be the second pick, Ty? Do we Scoot know? Scoot Henderson. Scoot Henderson. Yeah, but whoever the whoever Rockets and whoever gets one, two, three, they're going to have a good player uh, mm-hmm. to build around. It's not going to be the seven five long armed win Banyama, but only one pe- one team can get him. But Houston, San Antonio, and Detroit in the mix for that coming up. When is that? Uh, I think it's coming up in May, right? The little draft lottery where they get those ping pong balls and decide. It's right after the finals, right? It's that long? I think that's the draft, right? Yeah, gotta, you might be right. I think the thing comes up in May. Yeah, we got a couple of weeks here, Eat It's absolutely crazy here. Next week will be the, the next week at this time will be the mini mullet open. Saturday will be the mullet open. It'll be then Kentucky Derby. We'll start to move on towards your mama joke Friday yeah, and Mother's, Mother's Day. Day. Oh. Yeah, well, and you got hockey playoffs. Ty, you have not been here for your mama jokes, have you? I don't think so. Uh-oh. It's a tradition unlike any other. Kind of like Buck Off Thursday. Oh, but Tripoli... But you don't you don't have to go, you know. They don't send us off. You know, we can say we say things that are, you know, that your mom was just. It's not good. How, how many it's months? Not, no sensitivity training, right? That day, we don't have to go. And these people that call us aren't don't have to go to sensitivity training on that day generally. Yeah, we like kind of like give you a leash on that. One. <laughs> oh man, it's, it's, it's our honoring your moms, right? It's yeah, Mother's we are day honoring weekend. mother. When did I start doing the show? You would know that better than us. I <laughs> take a note. Just, the time is all fused together. I know it is. It does. I've been dazed for the last twenty-two years, actually, since, since he hit his head on the car door. Yeah, 
recently. Oh, no, still recently, kind of yeah. groggy from that. Hey, let's get to the headlines, trending topics, and uh, yeah, a lot to come, but a lot going on right now, too. Top Gun Equipment Rentals bring you the news, and starting the NBA first round of the playoffs, stunner last night. Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat did it again. They staged their second straight, double-digit, fourth-quarter rally and took out the top seed of Milwaukee Bucks on their home floor in overtime. After Butler's 56-point performance in Game 4, he turned around and scored 42 more last night, including an incredible bucket late uh, with the, that sent the game to overtime. Uh, the Heat become the first team in, to be a play-in team to win a playoff series, and the fifth ever as an eighth seed to knock off the top overall seed in NBA history. We're resilient. Uh, we were down late. It seemed to be that way a lot during this series. We stayed with it, got some stops, made some huge buckets, and stayed together. That's it. They were, they were down 16 entering the fourth quarter and won that game. Bucks season is over. Miami, they are, Miami will now face the Knicks, who advanced to the second round last night as well. They took out Cleveland in five games, 106-95 in the West. Memphis Grizzlies avoided elimination and forced their series with the L.A. Lakers back to L.A. with a 116-99 win in Game 5. Also a thriller last night out West. The series has been tremendous. Warriors go into Sacramento and take down the Kings, 123-116. They're up three games to two. One other NBA note we just mentioned, the Rockets officially introduced Ime Udoka as their new head coach. Major League Baseball last night, Astros finished off that impressive road trip. They went to Atlanta and Tampa and went 5-1. and one. They finished it off last night with a one nothing victory. Uh, Hunter Brown and two relievers combined on a two-hit gem as Houston gets the rubber game there. The other Those two teams, Tampa and Atlanta, 36-5 and five against everybody else. Houston went 5-1. and one. Rangers wrapped up a frustrating three-game series in Cincinnati. Third straight late loss. Reds third baseman Nick Senzel hit a walk-off two-run homer in the ninth to seal the win 5-3. At Dell Diamond last night, Round Rock rolled again, beat Albuquerque 8-2. First round of the NFL draft set for tonight in Kansas City. Carolina Panthers on the clock, top overall selection. They're expected to take Alabama's Bryce Young. Houston will have the pick at two. Anybody's guess what they're planning to do. They also have the 12th pick in the first round. One thing certain tonight, one of the most ignominious droughts in the history of Texas football will come to an end. Bijan Robinson will be drafted tonight at some point in the first round. When his name is called, he'll become the first Longhorn offensive player drafted in the first round since Vince Young in 2006. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment. Don't be a fool this month. Come to Top Gun for great deals on steel lawn equipment and Toro, Hustler, and Gravely Mowers to kick off spring. TopGun.net will shoot you straight. What is the Warriors series? What is that? 3-2. Three, 3-2? Two. Three, two? No, Did that, they go back to? Where huge. are they going back, back to? Back to Golden State now. That was yeah. huge. We, we said Bye, they, Felicia. As a team that only won 11 road games all year, Golden State was going to have to win on the road, and they didn't have to wait till Game 7. They got it last night, so now they can close out back at home in Game 6 over the weekend. I'm going to throw that as, yes, they will close that out this weekend. Yeah, Kings are coming, and uh, De'Aaron Fox bang, playing a little bit banged up now. I mean, Kings will be a How did he play last night with his busted up finger? Dude, I was sleeping. Did you see any of it, Ty? You were sleeping with me? I didn't watch any Along NBA with me, me and Aaron, because we were both like... Well, that was a late, late game. I mean, that was the last game of the was four. It, was it lightning by then? Was the lightning coming through the room by then? And then, yeah, woken up with uh, the Thunder Boomers rolling through. Oh, the Boomers. At least you didn't get hail. We had people texting us no, about grapefruit-sized hail that was just bashing things last night out out north, and then Dripping Springs had some golf ball-sized hail or bigger. Don't screw up the air. Balls. We got Founders Weekend coming. Weekend looks pretty good. There's another chance for go. another round of uh, severe weather Friday evening, it looks like, at least as the clock has it now. Should be good today. It's supposed to be beautiful by this afternoon with temperatures high 70s. But uh, De'Aaron Fox had 24 points last night in the loss. But, uh, you know, the story there was Draymond Green off the bench with 21 points. That's the most points he scored in a game in five years. 21 big points. He had seven assists as well. 
Uh, that was that's the uh, Golden State team that can win the whole thing again, right? They don't feel like that team right now, but uh, they're the three, but they're the sixth seed in the West. Mm-hmm. But you got thirty-one from Steph, you got twenty-five from Clay Thompson. Andrew Wiggins had twenty points, and you know off the bench you had Draymond Green doing his thing, twenty-one and seven. Wow! Uh, so pretty good, pretty good. Uh, big win for them last night. Um, said hard to get rid of the champions, isn't it? Well, never, never underestimate the heart of a champion. My man Rudy Tomjanovich had that to say. Numerous, with numerous championships. Yeah, well, two, two. But uh, the Golden State Warriors, by the way, much like the Rockets, the second year the Rockets won the championship in the '90s, they were the sixth seed in the West, and they won the whole thing. That was the Akeem Clyde team. This would be a sixth seed finding a way. And there's a lot of Vegas still likes Golden State, Ty. Right? I mean, they're still they're not giving up on that, even though Phoenix is doing what they're doing and. Uh, you know, they're, they're, the West is pretty loaded, but Denver obviously is really good, but they still like Golden State. I like Golden State over Phoenix. Now, that's going to be a tough team. I mean, they're, they're healthy. Gary Payton the third was second was back last night. I mean, you still have the Splash Brothers. You still have Andrew Wiggins now, who was so good in last year's finals. You still have, you know, if, if Draymond can stop kicking people, stomping on people and not getting suspended, I think they'll be okay. But, yeah, they're the champions until proven otherwise. And I would say... Rudy prophetic, never underestimate them. Yeah, for sure. Because you still got to beat them four times. Well, yeah, they've been in this situation many times. Yes. Speaking of that, the Heat with uh, boy the breathtaking performance of Jimmy Butler, ninety-eight points in the last two games, unbelievable. They're down twelve with six minutes to play in Miami in Game Four. It came back and won it thanks to Jimmy Butler. They were down sixteen entering the fourth quarter on the road in Milwaukee last night. They came all the way back and won it in overtime. And you heard Jimmy Butler say, we're tenacious. They're, they're playing a great brand of basketball, and he's playing on a different level. And here was Giannis Antetokounmpo after the game. This is getting some national headlines that Giannis, um, this is a, a reporter who based in Milwaukee, asking a question of uh, the Greek freak. But uh, I'm curious for you, do you view this season as a failure? Oh my God! Uh, okay, because I'm not that. Up. We, you asked me the same question last year, Eric. Okay. Eric. Uh, do you get do you get a promotion every year on your job? No, right? So every year you work is a failure. Yes or no? No. Every every year you work, you work towards something, towards a goal, right? Which is to get a promotion, to be able to uh, take care of your family, to be able I don't know. Um, provide the house for them or take care of your parents. You work towards a goal. It's not a failure. It's steps to success. You know, and if you've never, I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to make it personal. So, there's always steps to it. You know, um, Michael Jordan played 15 years, won six championship. The other nine years was a failure. That's what you're telling me. No, I'm asking you a question. Yes or no? Okay, exactly. So why are you asking me that question? It's a wrong question. There's no failure in sports. You know, there's good days, bad days. Some days, some days you are able to uh, be successful. Some days you're not. Some days it's your turn. Some days it's not your turn. And that's what sports is about. You don't always win. Some other other people's gonna win. And this year, somebody else is gonna win. Similar as that. We're gonna come back next year. Try to be better. Try to build good habits. Try to um, play better. Not have a 10-day stretch with uh, playing bad basketball. You know, and hopefully we can win a championship. So 50 years from 1971 to 2021 that we didn't win a championship, it was 50 years of failures. No, it was not. It was steps to it. 
you know, and we were able to win one. Hopefully, we can win another one. All right, there's Giannis. His, yeah. Uh, just answer the question. Just say, no, I don't think it was a failure, Eric. And then Eddie, go about, just go Eddie, about your bit. I mean, what's the difference? I mean, just answer the question. It's not. It, didn't need a lecture, but yes. Well, no, he didn't have to. He did not have to break that down. It wasn't a very difficult question. It was a yes or no. Just, it was yes or no. Is it a failure or not? Uh, no, it's not, Eric. And that's all you have to, that's it. You've answered the question. He didn't ask you to break it down. Yeah. And he said, I didn't want to get personal. Well, you, you ended up. I think, look, all I'll say on that is if he says no, right. I don't think it was a failure, well, well, what's going to be written and said? Well, Giannis is okay being the top seed. I don't seed care what's written or said. I'm just answering the question that the guy who, right, who, but I, who asked me the but question. But I think Giannis understands what the climate is and what if he says no. Or now, if he gives me a follow-up, if he's going to do me a follow-up, then I'll answer the, que- but, the rest uh, of it. But, but, I mean, if he says no, yeah, as the number one team, the best record in the league, losing in the first round with double-digit leads, you know, Stephen A. Smith and all these guys, that's going to be the story. Giannis is okay. He doesn't think it's a fail. I mean, that, you know, what would Jordan say? What would Kobe say? That's the kind of stuff you got to deal with if you're the best player in the league. He might win the MVP coming up. Either he or Jokic or Embiid are going to win the MVP. So I, I think he wanted to clarify and explain why he doesn't think it was a failure instead of just saying, no, I don't think it was a failure. But, again, it was his response to the same question he got the year before. Um, I just uh, There is a media climate that is going to jump all over that for sure. Um, and I, if he just said, no, it wasn't, I don't. I think he would have gotten ripped pretty good, coast to coast. But you know, and that's the world he lives in. But at the same time, that they they're going to be at you know scratching their heads because the East is wide open. They had the best record. Were they going to win the whole thing? I don't know. But you should be able to beat Jimmy Butler in the Heat without Tyler Hero on that team, and they couldn't finish the deal. And by the way, you probably should be able to get a shot off in the overtime and not let the clock run out in a tie game, which is what we're in a, in a two point game, which is what they did last night, which is. You know, Mike Budenholzer scratching his head because Grayson Allen pretty much ran out the clock. I mean, you had a Heat team that was without – they had three key guys, including Bam Adebayo, who had fouled out, uh, not on the floor. And in a two-point game yeah. to try to force double overtime, they couldn't get – you know, they couldn't get uh, even a shot off, which, you know, that's – you know, failure is probably too strong. Is it disappointing? Without a doubt. Without a doubt. To put that regular season together. I would just put it on the guy who was asking the question. Just – you know, what I'm saying just okay. No, it wasn't a. It was not a failure. I didn't feel it was a failure. Now, if you want to then ask me another question, why do you think that? Then I'll go on to do that. Look, look it's a, it's a very Giannis answer because he's a pretty cerebral guy, and it's you know. Oh, it'd be a lot of a lot of people would ask would answer that way, right? But I, the guy didn't ask for all that. All that went with that. Sure, but you, I, you, again, let, you let him make you let him do a follow up. I mean, that's his job to do the follow up, right? Well, if you're the reporter, you're happy with that answer based, I mean, just Oh, you want, of uh, course you do. Yeah. You just, get what you want. Yeah, you get a story. Sure. Now we're talking about it. We're talking about Eric. Well, and so, Eric, uh, if, you know, if you're, again, I'm just trying to put myself in Giannis's shoes. You know how this goes. If you don't, you're the, you're the best player on the team. You're the best player in the league. Uh, if, if you lose in the first round of the eighth seed, who had to play their way into the tournament, you know, What's the what's the proper answer? There isn't one. I thought that was that was acceptable. It's like no, we we had a good season. We'll come back next year and try to do it again. Only one team's going to win this thing. Right. We have won. We've won a championship. But so I think you know in the in the risk of if Eric if Eric doesn't follow it up with a question, then you explain yourself of why you don't think it was a failure. And so now that can be added to the screaming and the yelling that will go on because they choked the series away to the eighth seed as the team with the best record in the entire NBA. Uh, all right, so that's the NBA last night. Jimmy, but- Jimmy Butler was phenomenal. 
Uh, we'll also get back into the uh, Deion Sanders conversation, which was pretty hot in the first hour. Deion Sanders not only rebuilding his roster, but according to a pretty in-depth report at TheAthletic.com, he is cutting players. He essentially is telling players, you're not wanted here. Uh, and we'll, you know, in a college football city like Austin, Texas, we'll debate whether that's a good way of going about it or not. But uh, many of the players who jumped into the portal, who entered the portal on Monday and Tuesday after the spring game, have now said that they were told to get in the portal, that you're not... You're not welcome in Colorado. So we'll get back into that story. Also, quick programming note, David Pierce, who normally joins us on Thursday mornings at 8.30, will not be joining us. Uh, he's asked to move to Friday. He's got some cool. scheduling difficulties this morning. So we'll talk to Coach P tomorrow morning. They'll be headed to Fort Worth for their series with TCU this weekend. So no David Pierce coming up. We'll talk Deion Sanders in that Colorado situation. Uh, NFL draft, though, is top of mind. It's coming up in uh, a short amount of time. Uh, Bryce, Young goes, Bryce Young goes one, and then who knows? Who knows? I mean, the Houston Texans are, rather, are the biggest wild card in this draft. Do we even know if Bryce Young's going to go number one for yes. sure? Yes. 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 Yes, Will Levitz. He's, Will Levitz is not going in front of Bryce Young. All right, we'll see. Um, he'll go one. Will Levis, by the way, did have a funny tweet yesterday. He said, just a quick one sentence that said, don't believe everything you read on the internet, <laughs> which... Or Reddit. Yeah, well, that's on the internet. So every story yesterday was about Will Levis, and somebody told somebody, and Will Levis is telling people that he's going number one, and the Panthers have told him they're going to take him number one, and that went crazy. So Will Levis says, don't believe everything you read on the internet, which is true. Don't believe it. Uh, I think it's Bryce Young. I think that's the one thing that I'm very certain about. So we're at Pluckers tonight. I'll be at the Oak Hill location. We'll be fanned out. Ty will be at the research location. Uh, I'm pretty confident if you are the Carolina Panthers general manager for the night, you're going to get that right. And we're all going to have our first special. From there, Texans at two. Texans. It's all over the place. We are going to check in in the the, uh, 9 o'clock hour, 9.30, with our buddy Brad Kellner, formerly with this radio station, now working in Houston. He is in Kansas City for the draft. We'll get what he thinks is going to happen with the Texans. Arizona is at three. They want to trade out of that pick, so that one gets precarious. Indianapolis is at four. They're probably thinking quarterback. Who's going to be available at that point? Um, you know, this is this thing's getting take any of them. And then you have Seattle on on the clock at five with you know two of their you know two of their first round picks. They've got five and twenty. Boy, if Seattle Buck has a draft online with what they did last year. They're going to be right back in the mix because as we talk about the NFC being wide open, the NFC West is wide open because the San Francisco 49ers are the best team. They don't know what their quarterback situation looks like. Uh, is it Trey Lance? Is it Brock Purdy? Who knows? But the Colts, I mean, the, the Seahawks know that they have. Can you take that chance as the Seahawks need to take uh, Richardson? I don't think so. I don't. I don't. I keep. It wouldn't be crazy to take a developmental quarterback behind Geno Smith, but at the same time. If you're Pete Carroll and uh, John Schneider, the general manager, and you drafted so many, you know, no team had more rookies walk in and start and play integral roles on their team, and they went to the playoffs with all those rookies. And if they hit this again with two and twenty, and then you're other right. picks, they're right there with the 49ers. They have to, they lost to the 49ers. You're not worried in the about getting a quarterback ready. No. You already got a quarterback. I mean, Pete Carroll's pro. in his seventies now. I think you're thinking, no, let's go for this thing. I mean, the NFC's wide open. Let's if we can add a couple of impact players here to go with what we're doing. Uh, we don't need an Anthony Richardson to sit and wait. We got Geno Smith. We feel good about him. We've got him re-signed. We'll worry about quarterback right. later. We just Let's, re-signed him. And I think I got to think the Detroit Lions are thinking the same thing, Buck. I mean, anybody in the NFC, not named the Eagles and the Cowboys, are thinking we're in this because the NFC is wide open. I heard an interview yesterday with uh, 
Cam Hayward, who, you know, what's his name? Cam uh, Cam Jordan, the defensive end of the New Orleans Saints. Man, he's like, hey, we lost four games last year by a, by inside a field goal. Uh, we were nearly in the playoffs, and now we got Derek Carr. We're in this thing. I mean, everyone in the NFC, AFC, everybody's good, right? There's going to be Hall of Fame quarterbacks potentially not make the playoffs in the AFC because it's so deep. NFC's open. So if I'm Seattle or Denver, I'm thinking I'm going for it here. I'm taking best player in the need position. I'm not worried about developmental quarterbacks in this spot. I'm going because you're you're drafting five and six if you're Seattle and Den- Detroit. You're also Detroit's batting. Detroit then comes back on the clock at 18, the Seahawks at 20. I mean, I think you try to make your team a lot better uh, with these picks tonight. And as we keep pointing out, the Jets last year drafted the offensive and defensive rookies of the year when they had two first-round picks. You can do it, right? You're impacting your team, not just for the short term, but for the long term. So uh, Seattle, then Denver, or Detroit. Then it's the Raiders, Buck, at seven, right? Then it's Atlanta on the clock at eight. And are they thinking Bijan? Comes the Bijan sweepstakes. And then it's the Chicago Bears on the pick. They had the number one pick. Now they have the ninth pick. You know, do they try to replace DJ Moore, who they traded to, to with Carolina to, to move back? Uh, they gave him up. Uh, Carolina gave them to, to. I mean, the Carolina needs to replace DJ Moore. Do the Bears go offensive line, or do they go Bijan if he's still there? There are a lot of people in Chicago who are hoping for that. What and if Jordan and Addison is available to the Cowboys that late? As I know that's a silly. No thought. way. Just no way. The only receiver I like is um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. We'll see. Okay. Uh, Cowboys worked out those receivers. I mean, they're they're thinking. Um, what do you? You would think they're good with Brandon Cooks and what they've got, though, right? I mean, yeah. maybe some depth no, later, uh, yeah. later in the draft. I would rather have I, a tight end. I keep hearing Cowboys fans say that. As a Texans fan, I wouldn't just rely on Brandon Cooks. He gets he suffers concussions quite a bit. He's not a guy that's Mr. Dependable and Mr. Reliable. He's a really good player. I he's thought better than Noah Brown. Yes. Well, yes. He's, he's got the deep threat. But, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the Texans replaced Will Fuller with Brandon Cooks and both – would always get hurt. Yes, and then, then he You're went, right. Then he went operation shutdown. Now I think he's going to be engaged in Dallas. I think it was a really good trade. Uh, but it, you know, if he gets hurt, you're right back to where you were last year. We have Michael Gallup and C.D. Lamb. Yeah, who and else? you don't have a tight. You don't have that tight end. Right, Jake Ferguson. Tolino. and, and Jake know, who? Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Who? Uh, who? According to Ty, Travis Kelsey is said is the next Travis Kelsey. But we'll see. Uh, look. I, if we come here tomorrow, I think the Cowboys need to add an offensive weapon, an offensive piece to help this offense. The defense is already really good. Uh, the defense could use a piece, sure, but you feel pretty good that the defense is locked in, uh, trading for Stephon Gilmore to play opposite Travion Diggs. Uh, I like that a lot. Michael Parsons in year three. You're feeling good about the defense. Offense, if it's offensive guard to, to make you more sturdy up front, if it's tight end, if it's receiver, if it's running back. I'm not going to argue with any of those for the Cowboys. You take best player that can help your offense because what got you beat last year, your offense. How about for Cowboys in the second round if little dude from TCU at cornerback is available? The second round, uh, Tomlinson, he's just so small. Um, the question is going to be size for him. He's got the heart of a lion. But probably third round for him. You where's, think so? Where's yeah. Nolan Smith supposed to go? I like him for defensive rookie of the year. He's a wild card. Nolan Smith's a great wild card because, remember, Nolan Smith was the number one player coming out of high school. Five-star, if there was one, going to Georgia. And he was great at Georgia. Uh, And then he got hurt this year, right, and didn't play. He was supposed to be he and Jalen Carter wreaking havoc on that defensive line. Well, he got hurt. Well, then he got healthy, and he went to the combine, and he ran 4-3 at his size. I mean, he's a defensive end. Freak. I mean, total freak show. 
but you don't have any tape on him from this year. It's kind of like Jackson Smith and Jigba. Both didn't play this year, so you're you're not certain. But you know who else didn't play their year before they got drafted? Micah Parsons didn't play the year before. That's right. That was a choice. Jamar Chase didn't play the year before he got drafted. Penny Sewell didn't play. That was the COVID year, obviously, so different circumstances. But it's not like just because you didn't play your senior year doesn't mean you can't play. Yeah, if I'm the Cowboys and the big dude from Clemson is available too. Brian Bercy. Yeah. I like him a lot. That would, look, if they go defense, I hope it's D-line. I really do. Interior. Yes. Uh, because if a Brian Bercy or a Kalijah, Clan- uh, Kalijah Clance Cancy mm-hmm. were to fall to you, I think that's the best value there. That's just a player you can't pass up. Uh, but and when in doubt in that and on offensive, taking the offensive lineman, the best you can find. Yeah, especially on the interior. Yeah, especially someone who can upgrade you on the middle of the pocket to protect Dak and those interior rushes. And but doesn't Jerry need some splashy here? Uh, well, look again. What got you beat in the playoffs? This is what you're trying to get over that hump. What got you beat? Your lack of weapons, your lack of offense. Uh, you know, and Dak Prescott throwing picks. Your defense, guys hurt on the offensive line. Your defense was not the problem in the playoffs. No. It wasn't the year before. Uh, against the San Francisco 49ers. So how do you get over that hump? Run the ball, well, like Big Mac says. More weapons than less. More more targets than, than fewer for Dak Prescott because you got to score more points. I mean, that's just what you have to do. You, it's a national football league. You can have the best defense in the league, but you you still have to score points. And gosh, if the Eagles draft B. John Robinson, you're really going to oh. have to score some points. So you may have to score with them. Uh, I mean, the Cowboys still have, I think over the past three years, the number one offense. But it doesn't matter. Do, what, do, what do you have when it matters? What do you have Bunch when you've got to beat the Niners? Bunch of picks. Our best player got hurt. Well, then they keep adding weapons to that side of the ball. Uh, to The defense is not the, the problem at this point. The defense is, is – Mike, Mike Dan Quinn has fixed that. Run defense, still questionable. No, I don't think that's what beat them against the 49ers. I thought the run defense was pretty stout in that football game. I thought the two Dak picks were critical. And then when uh, Tony Pollard got hurt, they didn't have anybody but C.D. Lamb. Dak Prescott lost that game. Sure. I'm going to well, put then, but 90% he's still, of the blame on him. But he's, he's going to be your quarterback. He's still going to be your quarterback this year. And so pr- give him more weapons. Yes. And so if it's a, if Jordan Addison is there, take him. You think so? Sure. Oh. And the kid from USC by way of Can, Pittsburgh? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, if if uh, you know Zay Flowers, Boston College, if Quentin Both Johnston. Both those guys are going to be there. Quentin Johnston, uh, TCU, were to be there. Take him. Or take the tight end, Dalton Kincaid, Matthew Mayer. Uh, weapon. Weaponize that quarterback. We'll come back. We'll pick up this Deion Sanders story. Is it the right thing to do to just tell guys who don't have any intention of transferring, you need to transfer. Get on and get out of here. You're cut. Be any on the horn. It's Bucky and Aaron. What a weekend it is going to be. It starts tonight with the NFL Draft first round. We've got NHL and NBA playoff action. Only one NBA game tonight. At four yesterday. Also, as we found out yesterday, Buck, this weekend you've got uh, something for everybody. you got Eeyore's birthdays this weekend, the Blues Fest, at, uh, and the auditorium, what do they call that? No, the uh, the Moody Amphitheater, mm-hmm. the Blues Fest. I think you and Zay would take in the Blues Fest. That'd be Absolutely. Uh, also this weekend out in your neck of the woods in Poundtown, Dripping Springs, we got Founders Day weekend. Founders Day weekend. Good luck with your parking. Good, well... Unbelievable barbecue cook-off. If you would oh, like yeah. to stroll the streets, if you can get a parking spot, then stroll the streets of downtown Drip, and you're going to eat some unbelievable barbecue. They have like 200 teams out there competing. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I think that's the number. It's just all up and down the, the main area there. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Buda, Buda's got the wiener dog races this weekend. We found out that Georgetown is doing, uh, what did they call it, Poppy Fest? Poppy Fest this weekend? Poppies! Yeah. 
all kinds of good stuff. The Gathering of Kyles and Kyle. The Gathering, Gathering of Kyles, Kyles and Kyle, yeah. Which is the one I least likely to even you know, attend. I'm not named Kyle, so that's probably not going to happen. Yeah, they're trying to set a world record or something. Turn okay. heads by just yelling out Kyle. Uh, talking a lot of Cowboys. Um, what they're going to do at 26, I just say offensive weapon. And I do consider an offensive lineman an offensive weapon. I think if that helps you run the football better, be more sturdy up front, protect Dak Prescott, I'm all for it. I just think that the offense and the lack of firepower come playoff time has been their problem. And if you're going to get over that hump, you got to be able to score more points uh, in crunch situations. And you know, is that all on Dak? Probably, right? Because the Cowboys have had the ball in each of the last two playoff games and losses to the Niners. They've had the ball late with a chance to go win the game. And they haven't won the game. They just you know, like Patrick Mahomes does, like Patrick Mahomes does, uh, like great quarterbacks do. Uh, but now, I mean, look again. Say what you want about Dak, but he is your quarterback. They've doubled down on that. They've extended his contract yes. this offseason. He's going to be there. So if that's the case, and you're putting yourself in that position to more win help. those games, then more help is better than less help. Give him more people and more opportunity to go down the field and score. And last year, you hurt the cause by trading Amari Cooper and not replacing him. So don't make that mistake again. Uh, hey, or they need an offensive lineman in a bad way, though. Uh, the starting five looks pretty good, but yes, they need they need and they, they could, got too many guys go down. I think they could upgrade the guard position if they're, you know, maybe have a guy come in and beat the the the, the guy out. Um, I think this Tyron Smith's last year. Hell, I thought last year. I thought after all that stuff that he came back from, this would that would be it. But he just doesn't go away. Yeah. Hey, listen, the Deion Sanders story had a lot of great traction in the first hour, and. Uh, Boy, a lot of opinions on this because this story, we, we started on Monday with, man, there's 20 guys in the portal already since the game, and we debated, well, what's going on there? Are they not happy with Dion? Um, well, now the, the truth has come forward, which we knew it would. Um, the, most, if not all, of the 20 to 23 players who entered the portal after the spring game were told to enter the portal. They didn't have a choice, essentially. They were cut from the football program. Uh, and theathletic.com, David Ubbin at, uh, at Athletic has a good story talking to a bunch of these guys. Uh, and he told the story of the offensive lineman, 6'8", 320-pounder, whose father played on the Colorado National Championship team back in 1990. So he's a legacy. He said he told the story to the, to the Athletic that he was having lunch middle of the afternoon. He knew he had a meeting the next day with Dion at 3 o'clock. It was his exit call, his exit meeting. He figures, you know, all good. Let's work on what we have to work on this summer, and here we go. Meeting though, was moved up. His offensive line coach, Bill O'Boyle, called him, said, hey, uh, coach wants to see you in 30 minutes. Uh, on the way into the facility, he, he greeted – his offensive line coach greeted the offensive lineman at the door and said, look, uh, here's the quote. said, hey, buddy, you're going to get cut today. I'm sorry to tell you this. I didn't want you to hear it from Coach Prime. I wanted you to hear it from my mouth. I didn't want to cut you, but we had to cut five offensive linemen, and you were the last one. He obviously was rightfully shocked, had no idea, had no intention of leaving the school he chose, thought he had an opportunity, was excited that Prime was coming to upgrade the team, and now he's on his way out. So obviously that is a, a new way of doing things if you're Deion Sanders. And it's, um, he, he promised to do it, right, when, when he took the job. Said the team will be different when they play in the state of Texas. Yeah, he said that. If after. you have a team. Well, when he, when he was introduced to the team, he told them, you know, go on and get in that portal. But even at that introductory, you know, conference he, or introductory meeting, you know, he was basically, if you're not going to do it the way we want to do it, then get on out. Well, subsequently to that player, a bunch of other guys talked to the athletic and David Ubbin and said that, you know, we were treated, the, the returning players were treated a lot differently than any of the newcomers that came in for the spring, including the eight players from Jackson State. 
every one of them told the same story that they don't feel like they were given a real opportunity. Um, you know, they were criticized a lot more and essentially we're told we don't want you. Uh, we don't want you here, which again, I understand it's within the rules for the most part. I think Dion has his way, but you can't, you know, you can't. Yeah, the purging of your team is, I mean, there's different, you know. You can't treat kids like luggage. No, I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think there's there's more to it. I don't, when, when you already have predetermined thoughts about somebody and a player, how hard are you going to work to make that guy better? E, I mean, seriously. Well, I, I mean, think, just, if, I think they, if another coach referred to players as luggage or furniture that we need to replace, well, there's a human element to this, y'all. I mean, you know, sometimes when you take a job, there are going to be guys that are there that are on scholarship who chose this school who you can't just run them all off. I mean, people say, well, he's treating it like the NFL. You can't do that in the NFL. When you get hired for a new – you don't think D'Amico Ryans and Houston like to run a lot of those guys off? They're under contract. He's watched film. They're under contract. And you have salary cap implications. So you can't just cut your whole team because it's also hard to acquire. But Deion Sanders is going to take advantage of this current time in college football where the portal is free and accessible to everybody. Everybody can jump in it. There's oh, yeah. no limitations. So this is unprecedented to – Again, we you know you, you think about it. This young guy's dad played at Colorado, won a national championship. He wanted to be a part of that program, and now he's been told he can't. I mean, he was given a scholarship. He was there, and I know they went one and eleven, but you know there's a, there's a middle ground here to where wait a second, you you know I get you want your new players, and you can do that, but you also, I mean the, the you know the portal is for kids who want to change the scenery. They want a different opportunity. They want to. You know they don't like it here. Well, the ones that do like it, who were good enough to get a scholarship the first in the first place. Yeah, you keep coaching them up. Yeah, and if it takes a couple of years to get all the players that you want, then okay, that's just the way the the way it goes. But it's still a human human element thing. And don't give me the NIL stuff that they're already professionals. None of these players are employees. The, they, or you'll get that, or you'll get the hardcore. Hey, these kids have to face reality. This is the way the world. They're works. not all getting NIL money. They're not. None of them are an employee of the university. So don't say if you don't do your job, you'd get fired too. They're not employees. They're student athletes, and some of them, you know, the idea that they can now cash in on their name, image, and likeness is a good thing, but it doesn't mean they're employees of that university. They're scholarship athletes being told to to get gone. I'm not a fan. Oh, they already had a predetermined thought about the one in eleven group. They that that's. I mean, how hard did those guys really coach those guys during the course of the spring? Well, the I guarantee it wasn't very hard. I've been around football, so you can – I'm not there, no, but I guarantee you the, the efforts of some of those coaches, he wasn't very good. When you know this is this guy is going to be gone, not coaching him to get better. And someone, someone will get back to me, of course, and say, hey, Buck, remember when you told those guys about Ricky? But guess what? I never stopped coaching him hard. And I said, you just have to get better. But guess what? You're not going anywhere. I'm going to coach you just as hard as I coach anybody else. Somebody said uh, Sark essentially did the same thing, just not to this extent. That's not true. Steve Sarkeesian said, look, these, when asked about the returning players, he said, these aren't, I didn't recruit these players, but these are my players. I'm the coach of the University of Texas. Right. And did a lot of them eventually leave after the first year and they went five and seven? Yes, but they all had their opportunity. They all, you know, got to, to, you have the not all, but some left immediately and to that's get better, natural. and some had the ability to get better, and some of those guys are still here. Some left, several, a lot of them are still here, uh, and a lot of them moved on after the five and seven season for sure, rightfully. Uh, and Sark said, you know, we need we need guys who are buying in a hundred percent to what we're doing, and but again, there is a way to do it. But remember, Colorado started last year with eighty four scholarship players; sixty four are gone. Sixty four. I mean, that's a purge. And when you're telling guys who have no intention of transferring that they have to transfer, that's different. 
I mean, you know, there used to be a repercussion for that. When you were coaching, Buck, if you rescinded a kid's scholarship, you got a bad rap on the recruiting trail. Or you get back out there in the high schools. Yes. Oh, oh this is going to cost him in that way. This is going to cost him in certain ways, but he thinks this is the way to do it. Yeah. I I just disagree with, with the way he's doing it. I, I And I said it when he when he, this stuff first came out. I said, these are – this is threatening. This isn't challenging. I'm not being challenged here. Well, think about the words of the offensive line coach that, you know, secondhand it was being quoted by the player saying, hey, buddy, I didn't want to cut you, but we had to cut five, so you had to go. Because that means they, they, they're they looking for five new offensive linemen, and they may already have some contact with five. So I didn't want to cut you. I'm the offensive line coach. But and he also went on to tell him, I think you're, you're, you're 6'8", you're 320, you're going to find a good spot. We'll help you get there. But I was, I was coach told, me, coach, coach me here. Help me to get better right. here. Well, and that's what he. I was told we have to cut five, and you were the last one. I mean, that's that's not a good direction. That is uh, not a big fan of that. But uh, you know, Dion's going to do it Dion's way. Coach Prime is in at Colorado. We'll take your thoughts on it. Load up the blitz four four seven three seven seven six. Just got confirmation, but coming up in our nine o'clock hour. Where you get that from? Did someone tell you that? Did someone tell you that? Because I ain't for no games. Okay. No games, just your gossip. It's brought to you by the icy cold Frosty Bud Lights. As we just told you, there's so many options this weekend. NFL Draft tonight at all of our Pluckers locations will be hopping and fun. Come on out, get yourself some ice cold Bud Light and enjoy the draft tonight. It is draft day. Will you have a chance to watch part of draft day one more time? The movie? Yeah, just a little. No doubt. No doubt. I don't know. I've got a pretty busy day, but I would. I was watching some clips yesterday of the classic 2014 film starring Kevin Costner. Got such a great cast, man. Such a cheesy cast. He's better in Waterworld. Uh, no. I haven't seen Waterworld, actually, by the way. That's right. That's one you haven't seen. Never saw it. Never saw it. No, no. He is uh, Sonny Weaver, Jr., the general <laughs> manager. I uh, love me some Sonny Weaver. You got uh, you got Chadwick Boseman in this film. Yeah. Rick Wrecking Havoc. No one came to his birthday party. Wow. No one came to his birthday party. Dennis Leary. Sam Elliott's in this film. Frank Langella, legend. Frank Langella. Jennifer Garner looking hot. Come on now. Give me a break. And, of course, uh, Chadwick Boseman is the Ohio State linebacker, Vontae Mack. Won't spoil it for you. Of course, Bo Callahan is the Wisconsin quarterback who's supposed to go number one. Nobody went to his birthday? Is that the one? Nobody went. And they pulled the trick on him. Remember they put the $100 bill in the back of the playbook and he never got, he never read his whole playbook and he lied about it? Oh, yeah. They outed him for being a phony. Wow. That's how you got to do your draft research, Buck. Somebody said, I need to see Waterworld. Do I? Yes. Really? I heard it was terrible. So you got to see it. You got to make your own decision on that. Isn't he riding around on a jet ski or something? (laughs) (laughs) Didn't he? (laughs) That was great. He was like a fish, man. He had gills and everything. He could swim. He could go. You know, he had. John Dutton had gills. Come on, John Dutton. That's right. Crash Davis. Absolutely. Sonny Weaver. No. I don't know. It's a great swimmer. Okay. Okay. Uh, All right. So we told you earlier, Bears are repeating on a buck off Thursday. A town in New Jersey has made a new rule for their Little League Baseball. If you berate an umpire at any point, you will be forced to suit up and call the game yourself. I like that a lot. Because they're running out of uh, youth umpires. Because the parents are ridiculous. It says, yeah, if you're caught berated umpire during a game, you'll be banned from the complex unless you agree to suit up as an umpire yourself and call three games. How many? At three? Three games. Dang. 
The idea is pretty simple. If you're such a know-it-all, grab some gear, step behind the plate, and prove how great you really are. See? Start throwing the little leaguers out of the game. You're out of here. Well, that's pretty good. You, you, okay, you can't come to your kid's game. You're banned. You can work your way back in. And obviously this is a, supposed to be a deterrent, but they're also trying to find new umpires. Because maybe some guy gets behind there and actually is really good at it. And really likes it and enjoys <laughs> <Yeah>. that job. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Ty, you're the eater in the family. Would you uh, eat Kit Kat cereal? Kit yes. Kat cereal. I'm not a big fan of cereal, but that, that sounds good. General Mills is rolling out Kit Kat cereal to stores na- nationwide. Okay. How about this guy? I don't think this is going to go very far, but a man is suing a psychic. Third time he sued her because she claimed to have a Ph.D. and would help him remove a curse that his ex-girlfriend put on him, but she hasn't removed it, so he's suing her for fraud. Good luck with that because those curses (laughs) never go away. (laughs) Ty, Buck, have you ever had an ex-girlfriend put a curse on you? Oh, man. Only Jesus can make that thing go away. It's felt like that before. (laughs) It's felt like that. Yeah, Mario Mauro Restrepo has just filed a third lawsuit. He's going to win that. She says the psychic defrauded him out of $1,000 and has caused emotional distress. Maybe the ex-girlfriend caused causing the stress. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Dude, you need to go ahead and go to church on that. That psychic's not going to be able to help you. That curse is sticking for a while, forever. Oh, man. All right. Uh, can I get you a quick Florida man story? By the way, Ty... No girls ever put a curse on you. Is that true? I, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's felt like that way in the past. They ever put a spell on you? Yes. Here it is. Here's yes. my Florida man story Thought of the so. day. A Florida man was pulled over last week driving with a revoked license. Cops saw a bag of powder in his car. Bag of powder, white powder. According to the officer, he's the guy said he it was chili powder that his family sent from Guatemala. It was heroin. It's heroin. I like to try though. Good try. Chili powder from Guatemala. Don't they have a test kit? Like drug Guatemala dealer. You no good drug dealer. Let's go to the Blitz. The Bucky and E Blitz. The Morning Blitz brought to you by Apple Leasing, where you only have to pay for the new half of the car or truck. The half under factory warranty in any make, any model. Click AppleLeasing.com and see how easy it is. All right, here we go. First Blitzer, talk to us. Hey, E. Yeah. You said as a kid you used to hang out at the Houston Library. What's wrong? Was the Fifth Ward not within walking distance? <laughs> I wasn't allowed to go to the Fifth Ward, but I could walk to the library. There yes. you go. Downtown Houston. Next Blitzer, you're up. Yeah, buck off on Saban. He didn't tow the rubber when he threw out the first pitch. Man, 70 years old. At least old man Bush could do it at 80. Ooh. Good Lord. Didn't tow. He was in front of the rubber, was he, when he threw that Sometimes pitch. you do that. Remember, if you ever thrown out a first pitch at a ball game, the the, the the mound is slick. Like they just watered it down. It's very smooth. They haven't started pitching on it yet. You can slip and slide on that thing. Better go to my fall camp. Next blitzer, you're up, Coach. Yes, sir. Yeah, earlier uh, Ty was in the dumps because he was saying his Mavericks weren't in the playoffs. But um, I heard Lumpy Luca had made it to the semifinals of the Nathan Eat Your All the Hot Dogs You Want contest. <laughs> Next blitzer, you're up. No, officer. I'm just on my way to line the little league field. <laughs> that would have worked. Thank you. Come uh, on now. Yeah, it's a little little chalk. Gotta bring that machine with you in the back there. But if it really is hair on the cop, should make him go do it. Okay, well, line the field. Let's go. Let's go. We'll Let's watch. Go. We'll watch. Put that stuff down. <laughs> man, oh man. Next blitzer, you're up. 
Man, I remember when Weed Man had an entirely different meaning. <laughs> yeah. Next, Blitzer, you're up. Hey, good morning, guys. Just want to say thank you for everything you do, and I hope y'all have a great Thursday. Take Close care. it out. See, thank that's you. what's so good. We've asked for love on this show. We've got, got a little love there. Appreciate that. You also have a good day. Have a nice Thursday. And you can stop sending us Lizzo's birthday pictures, okay? Yeah, please. You can send us Willie Nelson pictures. He and the size 90. of the cake that she's going to eat. My it's man not Willie. the size of Mars. The cake is not Mars. And she's not being drafted by the Raiders tonight. Stop that. You guys are terrible. Uh, Willie Nelson turns 90 on Saturday, Buck. So send your wishes. Absolutely. We're going to be able to visit with uh, Mac Brown coming up. Mac Brown is in town. He's got Mac Mc- Jack Ingram and Matthew McConaughey, and they're opening up festivities of their big event this weekend. We'll check in with Mac. Also, Brad Kellner, former colleague of ours, now working in Houston. He's in Kansas City for the draft. We'll get a visit with him on site. Coming next on B&E.